Hello and welcome to A Journey of Clarity, a personal exploration of getting in tune with yourself and in tune with others with your host, Dr. Nathaniel Costilla. This is a journey of emotional and spiritual awareness, of discovery what life truly means, and a clear shift from an ego-driven world to a meaning-driven world. I believe we can become more in tune with our thoughts, our emotions and our spirituality. And as we do that, we will make better decisions, have deeper connections, more fulfillment and even more joy. This is a bit of clarity. Well, good day, Nathaniel here with another episode of A Bit of Clarity. What does every woman want? Well, I wish I knew the answer to that question. Uh, men have struggled with this, even women have struggled with this, so I'm not even going to try to answer that question. Maybe I'll give you a glimpse in the next episode, but in this episode, maybe we should tackle the other one. What does every man want? And don't say the obvious, because it's not the obvious, okay? They want something more. And that something more is called respect. Every man wants to be respected. So if you have somebody in your life, uh, whether it's a husband or a, a son or a, a father, uh, you will know that they all want to have the dignity, that respect given to them. And not just men, of course, women want to be respected as well. But in some sense, it just seems so much simpler to uh, satisfy a man by giving him uh, respect. So if respect is so important to men and, of course, to women as well, imagine how much more we would get along with other people in life if we had this social awareness. If we were able to give and receive respect, if we were able to earn respect and also be kind to other people and respect other people. So today in this wonderful episode 31, we will talk about respect, respect the give and receive of respect. So if you've downloaded the show notes before, you know where to find them. If you haven't, go to eq.org.au and download the show notes and follow uh, them with us because a lot of the good stuff is in there and you will hear me talk about those things. And they're also available in the comments. Just follow the links and the prompts there. What is respect? Well, I have defined it here. And there are so many definitions out there. Uncle Google will give you wherever you want to look. You probably know what respect is down deep inside. So we will define it. This will just reaffirm and reconfirm what you already know. Respect means that you accept somebody for who they are, even when they're different from you or you don't agree with them. So it doesn't mean that you really like these people or you love these people or they are, you know, you have chemistry with these people, you have a relationship with these people. Respect is something that you choose to give to people um, out of your own understanding that respect is valuable, that the other person is a human being and they are worthy of being respected. They are somebody's daughter or somebody's son. They are somebody's uh, husband or wife. They are somebody's brother or sister. They are somebody's best friend. They have this uh, existence in them. They have a soul. They have a spirit. They have a body. They are valuable. They have been created by the good God. And they are worthy of our respect. So it means that you accept these people 
as being co-human beings with you, you coexist uh, co with these people, even though you don't fully have to agree. So you just respect them because they are there, because they exist. You don't need to have a reason to respect them. You don't have to earn, or they don't have to earn your respect in a sense. Now, I will, I will talk about something else briefly about trust, because there is a difference between trust and respect. So, respecting your relationships builds feelings of trust, safety, and well-being. So, as I said, trust is not something that you must have uh, to respect somebody. Trust can be built out of respect, but trust doesn't come first. You can't trust somebody if you don't respect them. You respect them, and in time, you can build trust with these people. Some people say, well, I can't trust that person, and as such, I won't respect them. Well, they're different things. So to trust somebody is to, to put some sort of, uh, uh, well, trust in them, to actually give them some part of you. But in respect, you just honor these people regardless of who they are, regardless of what they do. Trust comes later. Also, safety comes later. Also, well-being comes later. But first of all, respect. Respect doesn't have to come naturally. It is something that you learn. In fact, we naturally are not respectful. I mean, look at kids. They run a, a mock everywhere they are. Look at two, three-year-olds. They don't respect their parents. They don't respect the, the people around them. They learn respect. Unfortunately, some people never seem to learn it. And, uh, you know, they struggle through life and they have many social problems. But respect is something we learn to, to do, to perform. And the sooner you learn this, depends where you were brought up. You were probably brought up with people that have really um, disciplined you because you didn't respect others. Maybe in your culture, you really respected the elders, uh, the older people, maybe the women, maybe the mothers, the fathers, the parents, the sisters. Maybe, you know, you were surrounded by a very respectful uh, social circle. But in other places, some people didn't learn to be respectful or their parents weren't as respectful or maybe their upbringing was in a, in a condition, space where respect wasn't a value or a priority. It doesn't really matter and you can't blame your past, you can't blame your parents, you can't blame your conditioning. It is something that you can develop, it is something that you can learn, it's an awareness that I'm bringing to you today to apply in your life because everybody is worthy of respect. In the real world, not everyone will automatically give you the respect you deserve as a human being. Uh, that's the truth. You can give it and a lot of the times you will not get it. But that doesn't stop you from giving it. People are caught up in emotions and lose the simple principles of common courtesy. I mean, look on the road. You know, somebody cuts in front of you or you cut in front of somebody and before you know it, the emotions run wild, they beep their horn, they come behind you, they want to ram you off the road. It's, it's out of nothing, really, because people just don't have the common courtesy of respect. You know, I, my children play uh, soccer, football, and uh, sometimes the parents on the sideline are more disrespectful than the children. They go, kick him, you know, they go, oh, push him, you know, just, you know, kick it hard, doesn't matter, get him from behind. And uh, these are parents, and I'm thinking, man, you know, the kids are more respectful, and you seem to be losing your, you know, to be caught up in those emotions. <laughs> So there is, however, a simple principle that will almost always help you to earn respect and emotionally intelligent people know how to get it. To earn respect, 
you have to give respect. People will mirror what you do. If you respect people, naturally, unconsciously, they will respect you. So to, to, to earn respect from other people, you give it first. And usually, people will, re, will, will respond with the same side of the coin to you. In the sense, they will mirror what you do. So if you respect them, even though a lot of these people that you encounter are generally disrespectful, the moment that they come in contact with you, will will just be transformed. They'll start respecting you. They'll start uh, giving you respect. You will earn their respect because you have given it. So the rapport that you build with those people are based on mutual understanding, mutual acknowledgement, mutual respect. So it's very important that you are the driver, that you are the pioneer, that you are the initiator of a respectful relationship of giving respect and giving respect to almost to, to everybody you meet. It doesn't really matter whether they're young or old. You can respect young children if you even though you're much older than them. In fact, you can look them in the eyes and chat to them. And they'll light up. They will love it. And they will have so much respect and honor for you when you do that. A good friend of mine, when we travel around the world with him, is a man in his 60s. Uh, in fact, he's a widower. His wife passed away. And uh, every time we went into a house, because we stayed with people as we were touring, uh, and we were meeting the family, he would spend time with their children and just prompting questions and asking them and then listening to them, looking them in the eyes and, you know, communicating with them at, at, at a really high level in the sense he was interested, uh, respectfully interested in their lives, in their way of seeing things. And children just blossomed around him because he gave them that respect and they just respected him back. They were... If he would ask for anything, they would jump with joy at, at doing it for him because there was mutual respect. And I learned an amazing lesson from, from him. Let me tell you, when I was young, I wasn't very respectful. In fact, I was very selfish, egocentric, maybe narcissist in some ways. I just didn't care too much about the people around me. And it was just ignorance, absolute ignorance. Maybe that's the opposite of respect, ignorance. I just didn't care too much about other people. I had some sort of empathy and compassion for people, you know, if they were hurt or if they needed uh, some assistance, I would give to them, I would pay for them, no problem. But the level of respect wasn't always there, or my attitude wasn't healthy. And gradually in time, as, as this priority has awakened inside of me, even though it was deposited in there by my parents, it was dormant, it was latent. And eventually it begins, it begins to stir you up and grow. And as you learn it and you become more aware of it, you begin to practice it. And I'm not there yet, but I'm learning more and more. So we're on the same journey. I don't want to measure and compare where we are with other people. We only compare it with ourselves. How much and how well do I respect other people around me? And that's a good test for us. All right. How to give and receive respect. There are five, five ways or five principles or five steps or five values here that will help you give and receive respect, earn and also uh, give respect. Number one, you ready? So number one, acknowledge the person. Acknowledge the person. Acknowledge the human being that you are with. Long before you even say a word, you can respect the person by 
acknowledging them. How do you acknowledge them? This means looking them in the eyes, just basically eye contact. Usually that happens before you even shake somebody's hand, before you even uh, discuss anything, before you even communicate. A lot of the times we think communication is verbal and that we have to speak to somebody. A lot of communication happens long before we even say a word to the other person. Usually eye contact is the first form of communication that we have with somebody, unless we've communicated on text or uh, other means, emails. But usually face-to-face, -face, the first contact is the eye contact. So just look them in the eyes, affirm them, maybe raise your eyebrows, maybe you know, smile, acknowledge them, nod your head, maybe shake their hands, introduce yourself, or just acknowledge the person. And this is very, very important because the opposite of that is to ignore the person. And unfortunately, we know how to do that too. We go in a social setting and there are some, some people that we either don't want to engage with or we know and we, maybe there's a, you know, there's a bit of a gap between us and we know how to ignore those people really well. We don't even look at them or we give them a bad eye. So acknowledge the person in a gentle way, in a nice way, in a smiling way. Maybe, as I said, you know, just nod your head high, you know. Um, in acknowledging the person, you also respect their different points of view and accept they see things from another perspective. So also acknowledge that they are a different human being. They will not see the things that you see the way you see them. They will see things differently. They're unique. You are unique. It just proves that we're all different. We may see things different. Uh, we may see things the same, but most of the time we don't see things the same. We don't have to have the same perspective to respect each other. So just by acknowledging that they have a point of view, by acknowledging that they see things in a way that, you know, may or not be in agreement with you, it doesn't really matter. They are still worthy of your respect. Make them feel heard. So even though you don't agree with them, let them empty out, let them say what they have to say. They are human just like you and they deserve your respect. So you got to raise yourself above the situation, above the messiness of life and say this person is a human being. They have been created by God. They've been allowed to come into this world to fulfill their potential. They are somebody's special treasure. They are valuable in somebody's eyes. They belong to a tribe, they belong to a family, they belong to a society, they are part of the human race, they are part of the human fabric, if you want. We are all part of the same thing. We are here to, to live this life in some way or another. It doesn't mean that we have to live together with them or we have to always be, you know, pushing in the same direction, but we can respect them. We acknowledge them that they are worthy of uh, respect because they are God's creation. It's, it's as simple as that. They exist here and they've been placed in this world, they've been created, they were born into this world and they have that human aspect, human dignity as a created human being and we must acknowledge that they exist, they're here for a purpose, they're valuable and we must respect them. So to have this awareness is very important because it forms the basis because then why would be the reason for you to respect them? It would have to be on, based on something else, either their performance, uh, either the way you like them or don't like them, the way you love them or you don't love them, the way they say things, the way they don't say things. So it doesn't really matter who they are and what they do. They are worthy of respect and your respect because they exist. Their simple existence gives you enough reason 
for you to respect them. Because you yourself want exactly the same. You want to be dignified, you want to be honored, you want to be ex accepted, and you want to be acknowledged, and you want to be respected as a human being, no matter who you connect with, no matter where you are, no matter how well people understand you or they don't understand you. You are worthy of their respect, and so are they. Do not confuse respect with trust or with like, so you can respect all. And I put that there because sometimes we confuse it, I said earlier, we confuse respect with trust. I can't trust that person, so I won't respect them. That's wrong. You don't have to trust that person to respect them. You can respect them. You don't have to trust them. In a sense, trust is another level of earning, you know, those, those connections, deep connections in a relationship. You respect them first. Whether you get to a level of trust or not, it doesn't really matter. Respect comes first. Whether you like that person or you don't like that person, you can still respect them. Hope this makes sense. So, number one, acknowledge the person. Number two, hear the full story. Hear the full story. Avoid making assumptions and drawing premature conclusions. You know, we are very biased. We, we judge people or we make assumptions way before they finish their story. Way before sometimes they even speak. We can make our, our judgment based on the way they look, the way they dress up, the way they smile, the way they appear, whether they're tall, skinny, I don't know, large, uh, you know, shirt hanging out, new shoes, old shoes, car they drive, I don't know, friends around them, makeup, hair, whatever. We begin to judge people and to make assumptions about them. Then while they chat, while they share something with us, while they begin their story, we prematurely make assumptions about them. We construct in our mind a persona, which most of the time is not very accurate. Our view is conditioned by our upbringing, by our own perspective. And if we don't give them enough time, we will have very skewed views towards that person. So avoid making assumptions and drawing premature conclusions. Ask questions and go deeper. So, you know, just prompt some questions. So, so you see it this way. So what else, you know, what else happened? Or how, how else do you, do you see this? Or tell me more, you know, just, just go deeper. I mean, imagine if, if you can focus on the person and just let that discussion be about them. Your turn may or may not come, and it's not about that. But when you want to give respect, give full respect to that person in front of you. Listen to others as well. So if, if they're telling your story or their perspective on something, listen to other people about the same story. You know, don't, don't just make your uh, mind up from one point of view, from uh, one story that somebody tells you. Maybe read on that subject. Maybe listen to other people. Get a full picture of that story before you come up to a conclusion or to an action. People will respect you when you take time to hear them out to get their side of the story. Everybody has a story. Everybody has a side of their story. You don't have to agree with them. You don't have to uh, help them necessarily. But to give respect is to hear them out, is to let them empty out. And the greatest need out there is for people to listen. You know, a lot of these people don't need to you know, intervene. They don't need an intervention from somebody. They need to be heard. In fact, I'll give you another tip. If you're a man and, you know, your wife needs to be heard as well. The greatest respect that you can give your wife is to listen to her 
and just quietly and just let her empty out. No, not offering a solution. She's not looking for a solution. She's listening for, she's looking for listening ears and listening heart. So learn and hone in on this skill. So number two here, the full story. Number three, set a healthy tone. Set a healthy tone. When you approach people in a calm and reasonable manner, chances are much higher that they will respond in the same way. So, you know, they may come up here in the level of uh, directness, in the level of anger, in the level of emotions, ready to erupt, ready to explode, ready to get their point of view in your face. And the way you respond to that is massive. Do not react, you know. You know, if, if they're upset, you don't need to be upset with them. You just need to be calm, you need to be content, you need to be composed, because you can set the tone of that conversation. You can go head to heads with that person, or you can calm that person down by yourself, bringing that calm uh, atmosphere or presence in that discussion. You know, you can, you, can, you can really bring a beautiful tone in your persona in that discussion. So check your uh, emotional thermometer in that moment. Don't be dragged into their world, into their bubble, into, into their emotion, but just stay above it and, uh, you know, remain composed and set a healthy tone. You know, tell me more. I understand you're, you're upset about this. What makes you upset? And as they empty out, you will see that you will bring them down to your level of, of you know, calm uh, once, once they, they've gone over that, you know. We do that with our kids. I mean, God, you know, they amplify everything. It's like disaster. You know, the way they, you know, they get so wrapped up about something and, you know, they yell, they scream, they throw a tantrum. And in that moment, you can't talk to them in a rational way. What are you going to do? You're going to smack them and, you know, try and get some sense out of them? No. In that moment, you just love them. You talk to them gently in a calm voice. You hug them. And you set the tone. Otherwise, they will <laughs> lead the way, you know. And you're not going to be wrapped up in their emotion and in their uh, uh, little upset uh, state that they're in. So you bring a lot of calmness, security, assurance. And before you know it, within seconds, that child is settled. But if you go head to head with a child, that anger will just develop and grow and grow. And that tantrum, rather than lasting, you know, two minutes, it will last 20 minutes. And the child will just go on and on. So we know how to do that with, with as adults towards children in every other setting. Maybe we should learn to be very calm and content and just, just set the tone, set a healthy tone in every discussion. If you're, not, if you're trying to get a point across, and you will with other adults in the social context, you will not agree with what they're saying. So obviously you'd want to come across very strongly and tell them that they're wrong. But, you know, what I'm saying here, if you're trying to get a point across, aim to be kind and fair, not accusatory in the sense, don't make them feel bad. Be fair and say, look, I don't see things that way. You know, the way I see it, it's a bit like this, like this, like this. You may see it differently, but just be kind to them, you know. And don't, don't uh, point the finger. Are you so silly? Or how can you see that? Or 
what what makes you think what's going on in your brain you know can't you think for yourself you know be respectful and say look I, I see that you you have your own view on this and your view is quite strong well the way I see it it's, it's like this and like this like this my experience tells me this or I saw this in you know and rather than judging the person maybe focus on something else where they can begin to see it in a different light from a different angle okay the old saying is true You'll catch more flies with honey than with vinegar. So, you know, be sweet, be nice to people, because eventually people will come around. At the very least, make honey the appetizer I wrote. <laughs> at least at the beginning, you know, bring some sweetness into discussion. Let them, you know, even though you have to be firm and even though you have to give clarity and direction and leadership maybe towards the discussion, at least be sweet enough to hear them out and then to be able to set, you know, a healthy tone where discussion happens, where there's harmony in the discussion, where the, you know, the sort of spirits are quenched and the emotional roller coaster is no longer there where, where you can talk to the person and then you can probably bring some uh, input, some healthy input in that person. So set a healthy tone. Number four, keep a balanced view of yourself. Keep a balanced view of yourself. Everyone has something valuable to offer, not just you. You may not agree with them, but you can see the good in everyone. Uh, focus on their strengths and also on yours. Avoid arrogance and conceit. How many times do we show arrogance? It's almost like, man, you know, I'm a manager, I'm a coach, I'm a director. Why are you telling me this? You know, it's like, do you not see how, you know, my level of, understanding my level of social intelligence my level of emotional intelligence my status don't you see my success don't you see my story we can be, be be very arrogant we can come from you know looking down and frowning towards people have a good sense of yourself and respect the other person give more than you receive look at them um, with kind eyes with loving eyes see the good in every person there must be something great in every person. Focus on their strengths. Focus on your strengths as well. And don't let yourself be a narcissist. Don't let yourself uh, think much higher of yourself than you are. Because arrogance will never, never gain you any respect. And it will actually, you know, break relationships. And people won't want to be hanging around you. So just keep a balanced view of yourself. See yourself in that discussion as well. See how well you communicate and how well you honor the other person number five and this is yeah this is obvious apply the golden rule apply the golden rule treat others as you want to be treated this is the the best definition of respect treat the other person as you would like to be treated you like to be respected please respect others as well the beauty of this principle is not in what we say but it's in the way of how we practice it it's in practicality. I know we know the golden rule. We don't often apply it. So make sure you practice this. The golden rule is easy to remember while encouraging respect and connection. Further, to fulfill the golden rule in the ultimate sense requires taking others' tastes, values, and perspectives into consideration. It's what you want as well. So look at their values. Look at their perspectives. Look at you know what they like, what they don't like. Consider their world of view, consider their point of view, consider how they see things. 
and value that and respect that. And even though you may not agree with them, just respect them for who they are, respect them for what they see, and they will give you the same respect as well. And maybe you can bring some, you know, input in their lives. Maybe, you know, once you heard them, once you've given them your respect, they will also respect your point of view. And you may be able to bring some value to them and add some value to their lives. And they will, they will follow more what you do than what you say. So when you give them a glimpse of who you are and what you do, that will motivate them, that will inspire them to shift something beautiful in their lives. So give respect first to earn respect. Application. There's always an application with this. And whether you're driving or whether you're listening to this while jogging or walking, do take a few minutes afterwards and write things down. If you're not going to do it today, you're not going to do it tomorrow. So make sure that you do it as soon as possible. It's when you apply this, when you put this into practice, that's when the rubber hits the road. That's when you actually are shifting something amazing in your life and emotional intelligence really sinks in. So think of a person who needs your respect and write down five specific ways in which you can give them respect. So think of somebody in your circle or in your family or um, colleagues, work, whatever, whom needs your respect. And just in a very practical way, find five ways or five uh, action points that you will show and give respect to that person. And obviously, obviously you've got here the five, but maybe they're more specific. Maybe you focus on one of them a bit more. But just note five things down what you will do to give respect to that person. And I'd love to hear the result of that. I'd love to hear what happens weeks afterwards, maybe days afterwards, and how this has helped you become a more respectful person and a more socially intelligent person. We love uh, your feedback that we receive on various uh, platforms, on podcasts and uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, on Captivate, on Amazon, on Spotify, and on YouTube. Uh, keep them coming. We love those five-star ratings that we receive, and we want more of those because we get uh, more promoted, on, uh, especially on uh, Apple Podcasts. So thank you for those people who are uh, cheering us on and are watching this and are listening to this and are sharing this because as we become more emotionally intelligent, we, we change this world one person at a time. And you are that person and I am that person. And when you and I get better, this whole world gets better. We'll see you next time. I'm Dr. Nathaniel Costilla, and I thank you so much for joining me on this journey of clarity through emotional and spiritual awareness. If you feel blessed by this presentation, please subscribe, rate, comment, and share it wherever you're enjoying it. And until next time, this was a bit of clarity.